Hey everyone, welcome to the No Guard Up podcast. My name is Tia Tran. And this is Takuz with Douglas Taranyuka. And this is episode number six. Uh, Fruit Studios is moving locations from their current, I think they're in Sterling, but I think they're moving over to Reston. Yes, so congratulations to Jeff. We wish you the best of success in your new location, that new route. Today, we are talking about the metaverse. The metaverse. And how scary and Silly it is. Just kidding. (laughs) We're not just talking about it. We're going to do an old-fashioned debate about it. Definitely, yes. You see, Tiet believes that the metaverse is going to lead to the end and destruction of the world and entire human population. Pretty much. And I think we have a little bit of hope. I also think it's inevitable, for sure. I don't think we could steer away from it. I think it's one of those new technology things that eventually everyone's going to do because there's going to be opportunities out there. However... I, not that I'm not accustomed to change, it's more that I don't trust the process right now and the people that have their hands around it. But we can start, certainly. Um, But Douglas, my first question to you, if you could explain the metaverse to someone who've never heard of it, because according to research, about 16 to 30% of people can actually identify what the metaverse is. So in your words, in your terms, what is the metaverse? What is the metaverse? So if anybody's familiar with like VR and like virtual reality, the metaverse essentially is the ability now for you to create a virtual world where now you can go to digitally by putting on, let's say, a headset, going on your computer and exploring this digital world that can become a universe and have all these different attributes to it. Endless opportunities. Endless possibilities. Montgomery College. And the way I would explain it is exactly where you were alluding to, which If I could replace the word metaverse and change it to cyberverse, exact same thing. It's the great beyond. It's the great unknown. It's a lot. It could be a new start for a lot of people, and it could be a way to connect with a lot of people, and it could be also an escape. So that's how I would kind of phrase it. It's a different world out there within our own world. There you go. I dig it. Yeah, definitely. I'm I'm excited to jump in. Let's do it. You should go first, though. I'll go first. So how do you want to do this? You want to do back and forth or you want me just to say everything and then you rebuttal and then vice versa? How do you want to do it? I think we're going to do a timer. Okay. We're going to do, oh gosh. we'll start off with two minutes. Okay. So we'll each get two minutes just to whatever points you want to speak. Yep. And then I'll get one minute to either rebuttal and then my two minutes or I can just do my two minutes. No rebuttaling until okay. the end where we can just say a few things. What do sure. you think? Let's do it. Awesome. Let's do Five minutes. Mommy, no, 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 not five minutes. Okay, let's meet in the middle. Minutes. Let's do, yeah, let's meet in the middle. Okay, whenever you are ready. Just so you guys know, I keep glancing at Tiet's phone and he has like no pages out the ass. I is Like my man did all the research. I did some research. I wanted to come, be, you know, come to the argument or the debate prepared. I'm ready whenever you are, sir. All right, three minutes on the clock. So the reason why I think the metaverse is a bad thing is four different reasons. Number one, it pushes our focus into the metaverse and out of the cyberverse. Number two, it there are no good leaders right now, right? The people that are leading the charge of the metaverse, Meta, Mark Zuckerberg, is a terrible company in terms of privacy, security, et cetera. We can see it all from multiple congressional meetings with him, right? He's just not trustworthy. And how can I trust him with other th- things? It's another way to spend money that you don't need another add-on and then regulation who's going to regulate this the people the meta so in my first rebuttal which is it takes away from us traveling from the great beyond right so since nasa was established in 1958 about 64 years ago we have stopped going out of space right we landed on the moon we are trying to go to mars with spacex and uh forgot you know, <laughs> I forgot the other one, but we're, we're trying to, private companies are trying to go out there and not the government, which is a huge issue because when you think about the metaverse, you think about getting connected to other people. What are connecting other people? Those satellites up top, those internet connections, right? So we have to have a strong internet base. We have to continue to, to explore in the great beyond and invest more into money. But when we are focusing on the metaverse, we're saying, okay, we, well, we have our second home already. It's in the metaverse. I can be another person. I don't have to worry about space in the great beyond because what's, what's out there for me? 
And I know under, and I understand a lot of people don't have faith in space, but there's also a lot of things for us to learn out there. A comic can hit us any day. And I'm not trying to be morbid, but we need to learn about more outside of the earth to understand the universe. So that's a way. Now let's talk about the company. So the company has rebranded, rebranded from Facebook to Meta, like we mentioned earlier. We have to talk about Facebook's integrity. We have to talk about their data mining. We have to talk about the security breach. It's shutting down randomly after the whistleblower announced that Facebook was doing all this bad stuff. And then they Instagram, WhatsApp, Facebook all shut down to, for what? Why would Facebook and, why would they all shut down? I thought they were a powerful company with a lot of servers. That doesn't, that to me just didn't make sense. And also shushing the whistleblowers is also a, a huge integral and non-integrity move, right? And then the political inception that they consistently have, right? When they were involved with falsifying information for the other party. How much time do I have left? Yeah, eight eight seconds. You shouldn't have asked. Oh, you just lost five seconds. Four, three. Go ahead. I I will let you have it. One. No, no, no. I dig it. I dig it. We even had the sound on there that people know it's official. Oof, cool. Do you have anything to, to add to it? Oh, not at all, not at all. I think you, the way you just described your thoughts and your point of view is great. Um, I'll, I want to do the same, and then you're going to put a timer for me. Do I have to time myself? Three minutes, right? Three minutes. I got you. Three, two, one, go. All right, cool. So, yeah, with the metaverse, it's definitely something new and exciting. And, you know, like you had mentioned, space first. So it's kind of like we already have something existing in a sense. So when you think about the metaverse, meta, online, digital creation, digital data, right? When you think about the pictures we take, music that's already created, videos, a lot of things just that come naturally from people, it's on there digitally, right? A lot of times you don't physically have that. Like you don't have physical songs, you have them digitally. You don't have physical pictures, you have them digitally. So we've already been living in this world, in this space. Now, the concept of it being a universe and an actual home for people That's definitely terrifying. But I think also we have to remind ourselves that people can also put limitations to it. So if somebody is in there for one hour a day and you get to create a world that gives you peace and calm because it's set up how you want it, because you're in full control of it. And in that, you can invite people to now come into that space and that home and it's whatever creativity and exploration you want. Is there possibilities of people getting addicted and like getting stuck and lost in there? Definitely, but I think we have the same fears and scares now when it comes to gaming, when it comes to reading books, when it comes to sports. So many different things people already do that. But just because of that fear doesn't mean that we should stop. I think the ability to give people a digital space where they can create a world that gives them peace and joy at a fraction of the cost than in the real world, I think that's great. And when before you go crazy being like, yeah, but it's not real, it's fake. It's like, okay, but look at our world. What are the things that give you joy and happiness? Like, is it music? Is it the videos? Is it movies you watch? Because that's also digital, right? It's also things that are on the internet. So don't lose yourself in the aspect that it's not within you, but it's that space around you that's calm and peaceful. And that's what a metaverse can give you, right? Giving people like a digital space, a digital home. If you have a shitty job, and you're working eight hours in the real world, but you know you can go home for an hour and just be on a beach somewhere? As opposed to like working at a shitty job for eight hours, being in shitty traffic for another hour, getting home, maybe you stay with like two roommates or three, four people, and then you just hate that. But now it's like, no, I have, I have an hour of calm. And in there now, it's, a, it's an opportunity for like mental health. People get to find themselves, escape from reality, because reality outside in our real world, yeah, it's fucked, but it's also great. But we have no control on social media, what, in, what posts we see, what's going on on the news, what move, all these different things you have no control over. So you can't even be peaceful sometimes in your own home. Whereas in the metaverse, you can control that. How much time do I have? 19 seconds. 19 seconds. So that's, that's, that's the first part is the mental health part. I think if it's controlled and if people go in with that right intent, it would be awesome. You had 10 seconds to spare, but... It sounds like you were closing. So I wanted to address a few things that you were talking about. Uh, the last part was escape from reality. It sounds like what you were saying, right? Not necessarily. So how would you sum that last part up? It's another part of our reality, right? So if I, let's say, for example, with the Oculus, so right now we have the Oculus, so Tiet has the Oculus. If I put that on, there's a Star Wars game, and now I am 
a Star Wars character that's practicing in the dojo. I'm still Takuzu Douglas Taranyika, right? Mm -hmm. But I'm playing a Star Wars character. So for me, I'm still in the reality of our home and that presence. But now I know that I'm in another metaverse that looks like the Star Wars, you know, plot and from the movies and all of this and i get to be a part of this mm -hmm. man this is so cool and then if i do that for 30 minutes that's a workout and then i come out of it and i'm like man i just worked out right and i was in another verse i i didn't escape my reality i'm still douglas i'm still here so then what's the point of doing that I'm, I'm so confused so if you could do that in real life you can't do that in real life where can i go right now and get a saber and get all those comic book store no, I, I, so you've played so okay the boxing for example like how you've played the boxing you're so right. is it reality or is it not that's what i want to know because if it's not reality then you are escaping reality temporarily so was that the same thing when you watch movies or listen to music yeah i forget about what my what stuff is going on in my life to focus on that entertainment i i completely agree it's entertainment okay. but for me too and so when i watch movies i usually try and connect to the characters okay. so for me it's like i still I'm incorporating so much into there. So I don't necessarily disconnect. Sometimes with music, yeah, I might get yeah. in a zone and I, I'm, I'm working on like writing and all of this. Yeah. But I'm still me and I'm still in that reality. Like I'm, yeah. It could be a different piece of you. But when you were saying earlier, you know, if you had a shitty day and you go into play and you could be better for your mental health, I think that is an escape from reality. Not necessarily. Because let's say now if you had a shitty day and then you meet up with some friends and you guys just hang out in the basement and you're just in that room. You're still you in that room, right? Okay. If it's physical, that's still, right? You're physically here, yes. If it's on the phone, it's over the phone. I might be talking to somebody. They're not physically here. But through the phone, I'm able to hear their voice. And it's like, they're still with me. But I'm not escaping reality. I'm still there, right? Even though I'm uh -huh. hearing them. It's, it's through these airwaves, right? But now if I visually now close my eyes and I'm listening to that person talking, I'm still in my reality. I'm still in the kitchen. I'm still in the, whatever I am, but that person's still giving me that calm and that relaxing. Now, if I put on a headset and now that person's next to me, but in reality, they might be across the world. And now I'm feeling relaxed and calm. I'm still in my living room, but now this person's with me and now I'm calm. So when I take off that headset, I'm still calm because I'm like, man, even though Physically, right now, where I can't see Tiet, mm -hmm. I know that he is in the world with me. And that metaverse just connected me closer to him. Okay. Um, I don't know if I agree. You don't have to agree with it. That's that just my point of view. It's not the escape. Well, I, I feel like it will be an escape. So let's say that you do have a shitty day and you, have a, you want to have a great metaverse life. How is that going to be possible when you can't even con control your own destiny, your own life in the real world where... It could be a little easier. There are resources out there. And then you think you can just hide behind the metaverse and pretend to someone else, pretend to be someone but else. That's part of a bigger problem, though, because people do the same thing with social media, right? When they try and right. be these influences and put on these fake lives and just so many different exactly. other routes. So for me, it's like you're right. But that's not the issue with the metaverse, right? The issue is the people and how they use the tools available to them. Right. So right now, as a society, you're you're right. As a society in this day today, 2022, we have the best opportunity to become an entrepreneur, have your own business, do anything you dream of, mm -hmm. but people still don't do that. Yeah. Whereas 10, 15, 20 years ago with a fraction of it, there were small percentages of people that saw that ability in them, right? And that's why now they are so successful X, Y, Z. So now with the metaverse, in reality though, there is a lot of obstacles that we face. Mm -hmm. When it comes to money specifically, that's something that for a lot of people blocks them from doing things, right? If I want to start my own business and do this and do that. Once you're in a system like, let's say an actual capitalism system of working a nine to five or whichever job, it's hard for you to break away from that because you need that check. Mm -hmm. But now if you get a metaverse where for a fraction of the cost, you're realizing like, oh, my character- It's in this not a fraction of the cost. It's totally not a fraction. These NFTs are costing hundreds. Now you're talking about buying NFTs. We're jumping topics. I'm just talking about. It's somebody. not jumping no, topics. Exactly it's right. not jumping topics because NFTs are specific to the metaverse because that's something. So what if I don't want to invest in NFTs? I just want to have my own metaverse for my own escape. So how are you going to wear clothes? Those are NFTs. Not all. No, no, no. Yes, a hundred percent. Yes, it is. So that's if you want to buy and invest accessories, in right? Right. So that's and that's also if companies that are setting up their verses do that right mm -hmm. so whereas let's say in facebook or even in your game right now how you can set up an outfit did you right. buy any nfts for that outfit uh, well they're not nfts but yeah i, I see what you're saying yeah right I bought, so I you, did, accessories. you didn't right so you're no i did i did yeah but they weren't nfts right right so it's like but it was so now it's like okay even that living room that you have there 
you can set up, have the rain coming down. You can have certain music play. Just all these different things, how you can have that living room set up without even jumping into the NFT world. That's just what I mean. I know we're going to get into NFTs and I'm excited for that. But just the idea of having your own space. And then in that space, it's just calming. And you can have friends come over. You can hang out and talk. Sometimes with friends, it's like the idea of getting in your car, driving 30 minutes in traffic, and then having to figure out, okay, what are we going to do? Are we going to eat? Are we going to do this? All these complicated things trying to figure out with a friend, as opposed to being like, hey, if you have two hours, we can meet in the metaverse. Mm -hmm. I'll get my food and my whatever, my drink, whatever it is, and I'll be in, you'll be on your couch. You're at home comfortable. Mm -hmm. Now you get to connect with your friend, talk for two hours, as opposed to getting in traffic, X, Y, Z, blah, 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 going to a restaurant, dealing with, oh, no, it's like, hey, the friends that you enjoy doing that with, right. you get to really enjoy that with. And what's right? the difference between that and Zoom, FaceTime, to hang there, out with your friends? And that's the thing. You're right. There's no difference. And okay. the thing is, though, this is upgrading technology. So it's like somebody saying, okay, yeah, we have a VHS player, but you, I see you have this digital DVD, and we don't even know about 4K or Blu-ray. But I see you have this DVD. Well, I see the DVD is the same thing as the VHS, but if you drop the DVD, it'll crack. If I drop the VHS, it won't crack. But then there's still so much of the DVD that's still growing, right? Mm-hmm. There's more space and storage on that DVD. Mm-hmm. So that means you can actually have standard definition or high definition, whereas on the VHS, it's just lower quality. But it's still good because it did its job. Right. So Zoom... FaceTime, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, YouTube, they all did their job. And now with the metaverse, it's like, hey, look, we can incorporate all of that into there because that's what you can actually watch and access. So it's not like you're going to be on your phones, on Instagram, YouTube, Facebook, and then go in the metaverse. It's like, no, you can incorporate a lot of that into the same thing. People right now are already on social media for hours in a day. So that's something that that needs to be worked on. Mm -hmm. But if now you're combining this thing on the metaverse where... There's a healthy way that people can go online socially. What does interact. that mean? Healthy way. I healthy don't, I don't way is like everybody's different, right? So maybe for you it might be an hour on there. Maybe for me it might be two hours. The same thing with gaming, where you might be a gamer, where you might game for four hours and you're good. Okay. I only game for an hour and I'm good, right? And it's this healthy way, right? So there's that balance. There's a set of like, okay, when I'm going on there, am I going on there one to feel relaxed, feel calm, escape, or am I going on there? playing violent games, doing all these crazy things. Because that's a part that people could explore. So let's talk about that healthiness because I don't think it's healthy at all. If you go, especially in the early 2000s, any Call of Duty lobby room, you know how disgusting it can get in there. So now imagine if someone has bigger guns because they can afford those NFT bazookas now because you can't because you you decide not to and just blow up your piece because they can't do that. That That is the trajectory of NFTs, well, unless you go into your own specific lobby, but we're talking about a universe here where people can penetrate other stuff based on the amount of assets they own. Well, like, what do you mean penetrate other stuff? Please? So let's say you have your own your own your own escape okay. from yeah the, the 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 lobby in Oculus. In the actual metaverse, the goal is for me to encounter you at any time I want, right? So I can just walk in and say what's if up. You're, and that's if you're in that part of the metaverse. Remember because. There's so many different companies that are trying to create different versions of this metaverse. So, yeah, it's kind of like how you can have Google and Android, right? So if you have an, sorry, Apple and Android, if you right. have an Apple phone, you're safe and secure. You, there's so many less possibilities of you getting viruses, X, Y, Z. Yeah. Whereas if you're an Android platform, it's an open source. So, so now there's I don't know if that's necessarily that true. I don't know if, if different companies are running their own verse because it's just, I think eventually all these companies will get together and this is just an assumption, all these companies will get together and build this metaverse because it's so dense in algorithm and coding mm-hmm. that they have to be able to combine. And so what I'm saying is that what if I if I had, if I bought enough NFTs or if I bought enough whatever, let's not call it NFTs, digital assets. If I bought enough digital assets to ruin your piece, how... how what, what do you mean by ruin your piece? Oh, you have a nice house. It's mine now. How do you do that? You don't. You can't do because that. Because I have enough assets that... I could forcefully kick you out of your stuff because uh, you you can't. I've, I've, sorry, I've, sorry, I'm also learning as I'm going. So I've not seen where you can do that. From what I've seen with NFTs, it's verified on the blockchain. That means anybody and everybody can verify that's a valid purchase. Right. So if I have something, if I have a world that's built on a blockchain, and, and what is a blockchain? So the blockchain essentially it's it's going to be a bunch of computers that 
run multiple algorithms in verifying and checking. So let's say if I'm buying this picture of a cup and I'm selling it to from Tiet, right. right? The blockchain now will place that on there. That means anybody at any time from multiple millions, thousands of computers can verify that Tiet sold that mug to Douglas. Mm-hmm. So that's available for everybody to see. Whereas in our world, if somebody does any kind of transactions, let's say if I'm buying a house at the bank, mm-hmm. Once I sign that mortgage and it goes to the bank, I don't know what happens. Nobody can verify what happened. The bank can come to me and say, hey, we lost your mortgage to what you okay. were just saying, right? There's no verification of so much. Whereas on that blockchain, you can verify it. So nobody can just come and say, hey, I have 10,000 times worth more of NFTs and money in this verse. I want to destroy everything you have. No. Somebody can come and say, hey, I want to buy everything you have. And they can do that. Yes. So I am still trying to learn about blockchain and I get it that anytime when someone else get it, it's a, it's a paper trail that you can leave uh, and you put on the ledger every time you purchase this, you you add another block to the blockchain. I get that. But we also are talking about the universe going into here, going into, going into the, the metaverse, at least, excuse me, we're talking about the earth going into the metaverse and there are a lot of ugly people out there. So, are you really trusting everyone? Because are you going to check every single blockchain that goes to happen? At least happen? we're capable of doing that right now in our real world. We're capable of not getting scammed either, but we get scammed every single day. People so, going on email, creating a regular Gmail account saying, hey, you owe me X amount and people are sending out money. Right. And, and there's I no way of tracking them. But with the blockchain, you can track those people scamming. I'm not just talking about tracking them. I'm talking about noticing a simple email chain. And now people, now you're talking about these blockchains of verifications. These people that are getting scammed nowadays, they're, they don't even have enough time to look. Oh, this is a legitimate email. Oh, actually Facebook is emailing me as opposed to facebook.com at Gmail, right? So when these people are getting scammed and they don't even have enough time to look at the sender, how are you going to verify if this is a real digital asset or not when you're talking about yeah, but at the same time, though, that's, I feel like that's such a minor concern because that's based on a case by case. If somebody is going to be in NFTs, be in blockchain, be in the metaverse, then they need to have some kind of knowledge in that. I'm not saying anybody should just jump in and do it. Right. So you should have some kind of computer knowledge that you're not just going to go for the first person that offers you something or click on it. You do your research. Right. Even in buying an NFT, you do your research in that NFT. Who started it? What are their goals? What are their values? What's coming from that world? Whereas if you're getting a phishing email, those people send out a million of those a day because all you need is somebody just to overlook an email and you click it. Whereas if you're trying to scam somebody in the metaverse, it's like, okay, what are you trying to scam them for? Before I even get in there, I can research and see where, I can look at your blockchain. Oh, there's nothing on there. That's already one big red flag, right? Mm -hmm. So I hear where you're coming from, but it's also like, that's people's due diligence. That's the same thing when people are getting phone calls and getting scammed. So I love the word due diligence because we as a society, we do not run on due diligence. We run for the lower level people, Right. Do not, my, do not iron your clothes while you wear them. That's a warning sign. Do not, hey, this coffee cup might be hot. So we don't run on due diligence. And when you're telling people, so if you're saying you have to take an, an intensive course, then you I can never join. I said that. So l- let me finish. So if you say, if, you're, if you have to take an intensive course in order to do your due diligence, then you can have access to the metaverse. I, I would agree with that. But if you're talking about, oh, anyone can join this, but hey, you have to do your own research, you're out there, then what kind of positivity are we actually setting here? Because we're just having them leave one universe, go into another and say, hey, you know how your life didn't plan out the way you want it to be? Here's another verse, but you still have to to work things out. But just do better. Yeah, I don't get that. That's not realistic, though, because right now, if somebody wants to learn about the metaverse, nothing is stopping them. They can go on YouTube. There's so many people that break down the metaverse from multiple races, genders. You can pick your own teacher to teach you about the metaverse. And right? they could be wrong. And they could. And that's the thing about life. Remember, at everything that we're doing, we could be wrong. So don't go in there expecting to be right. I'm not going in this expecting to be right, right? right? It's about learning and exploring because that's what the world is. It's growing, it's learning, exploring. So we can't hand hold people. Look, even look at our school system, right? People are not, there's issues and challenges there. And we have teachers, we have programs, we have so many different things. So now with this metaverse, an opportunity, one, to 
there's so many benefits and the opportunity to learn is so much easier than when cell phones first came out, when right. the internet first came out, when DVDs went to Blu-rays, right? Because you can now research things, whereas, or even when phones went from flip phones to iPhones, people didn't, there was no way for you to research. But now you can research. The only person you can blame is yourself for not knowing. You can't wait for somebody to come to your house and say, hey, look, in 10 years, the metaverse might, might not, uh, who knows, it might, might not take over, learn something about it. Or you might say, hey, you know what? I don't have to fully invest in the metaverse, but I can slowly learn about it and see what's going on. Because let's say when the internet first rolled out, it wasn't the internet two, like 3.0 what we have right now. Mm -hmm. It was Netscape. It was dial-up, right? And people still struggled with it. People pushed it away. People said, ah, oh, the internet. People will get stuck on there and people will get lost forever. No, look at what didn't happen with the internet. So my thing is, if we can't even fix our world now, how would you think with a world with no regulations, and we can talk about regulations after this, but a, a separate world born on the internet, born on the evil of the internet, because there's a lot of evil stuff on the internet that I just- There's a lot of great things on the internet too. True. So the good and the bad thing on the internet, you're telling me that we're building this world, but yet the world is already to shit. The economy. Yeah, but I feel like this world population, can help save our world. This world can help, so the metaverse can help save our world. 100%. How? So when you think about our world, so the human world right now, why do we work? Why do you work? To get paid. To get paid, right? So it's money. Like we're literally, we, we were raised as children. Once we start getting smart, they're like, all right, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up, right? So now it's this idea of making money. So now we equate success, joy, and happiness to money. When you look at how money actually runs in the system, People, a lot of people still, still think the gold standard works, right? That for this $100, I can get this amount of gold. When in reality, it's like, no, money is not backed by gold anymore, right? Now we run on the fiat currency, which means the government backs the money. The government is saying, yeah, you have that money. And what that now allows the government and the banks to do is print as much money as they want. So when you think about the stimulus checks, where did that money come from, mm -hmm. right? When you think about buying a, getting a loan from a bank, if I go to the bank and I want to get a loan, most banks don't give you money from their credit department. Most banks now go to the Federal Reserve or the actual bigger bank and they say, hey, look, Tiet wants to buy a house, give us 500000 So now more money is created, added to our debt as a whole economy. And now when you look at how often do we get raises? How often do we to pay structure, right? So now we're not even getting enough money hourly to even equate to that. Right, so that's, that's what's crashing. wrong with the world. So how so is, what's wrong how with is that the metaverse system? going to be better? So now when you think about it with the metaverse, let's say myself is a creative, right? Mm -hmm. If now, let's say with the metaverse creating its own version of, let's say, its own currency, its own wealth, right? The metaverse has value when you tie it to Bitcoin. There's a certain number of Bitcoin that we can mine and get. Whereas in our real world, there's no limit. Money is just money. They keep printing it. Whereas with Bitcoin, there's a certain number of limit. That means it's not going to drop its value. Our value, our dollar keeps dropping because we keep printing more money, right? So now with Bitcoin, there's a certain number of Bitcoin that you can mine, so that gives it value. So now with NFTs, let's say creatives, musicians. If I'm a musician and I create an album and the album has 10 songs and I sell that album for the value of an NFT, let's just say worth $10, and I sell a million of them. I just made $10 million. And like what artists are making that much money now, right? So now when you think about the ability that creatives from artists, musicians, animators, act, all these different people can now make, people can make money in the NFT I get world, that. I, I, right. I totally get that people can, can own their own creative art. And I applaud that and I appreciate that. Well, but let me I'm not though, saying that. And how that ties into our okay. world, right? Because now as that's raising, right? So now that artist that released that album, those NFTs that they created, that value increases based on the success of that artist. So the next NFTs they have, instead of selling it for $10, they might do it for 12 or 10 or 11. But those profits they have, they can now use that in one, building their own wealth for their families and people going down. Because before in our real world, for an artist to make $10 million off an album, that's so difficult. But now an artist has to focus on getting a million fans as opposed to just trying to blow up in our world. And look at our world. You're right. There's so much craziness and corruption, but whereas with this metaverse, with the right people in power and in place, what can, does that mean? The right people? There because is earlier no right you people. mentioned, I, no, I no, but earlier you mentioned the wrong people. Earlier you mentioned the wrong people. Yeah, Facebook. So, yeah. So what I'm just saying is, for you to say that there's wrong people means that there's right people. I don't have all the answers, but for you to acknowledge one means they must be the other. I'm not dis. I'm not 
I'm not not acknowledging the good people that are involved in the metaverse, but what I'm saying is the leader of the, the pioneer of meta, Mark Zuckerberg, cannot be trusted. And now we're trusting, now we're just going to, just turn our backs and say, oh yeah, now he's rebranded. So we are fine now. That doesn't make any sense to me because he already had multiple security breaches. He, he hushed a lot of people up and people are leaving his company by the drones. And I'm not, this is not a conversation about Facebook being an evil company at all. This is more that since they are trying to lead into it and you can tell that no one really believes in it because the stock dropped dramatically within the past couple of weeks after the earnings already shared. So what I'm saying is if we can't trust this pioneer to pioneer us into the metaverse, how can, and, or even just regulate Facebook the way it should be so that we, I don't see fake news and I, I don't have an urge to, to march on Congress and on January 6th, right? If I can't trust him with that, how can I trust him with a world that is supposed to be a hundred percent uh, digital reality and there are more stuff that's invested into it i'm not saying i'm not discrediting you and i like i said before i applaud the artists are going into the nft route so they can own all of it because honestly like the music industry is i under i also under, the, the little that i understand is kind of messed up but that's where i kind of draw the line is that if you want to own digital assets so that we that i can share it then you can have have it for your uh, for your statistics to see if you're doing well or not, I'm okay with that. But what I'm not okay with is that we are immersing ourselves full-fledged into this metaverse that doesn't really make sense when we haven't even taken care of, one, our own Earth, two, our own universe. So how can I really say that, oh, this metaverse is going to be a great escape from, excuse me, not an escape, but a great side reality that doesn't really make sense to me? So that is number that is number one. Number two, what we were talking about is the microtransactions. Right, the, those NFTs. Well, I do want to actually touch up on one thing. Please, and please time me so I don't speak too long on this. You're fine. I think that it's fair for anybody listening to this, and please Tiet as well. Like in reality, like just put yourself in Mark Zuckerberg's shoes. Right? It's like when he created Facebook. Think about the day, the time, his intentions. They could have been bad. They could have been good. Who knows? But I highly doubt he knew what Facebook was going to end up becoming. And when you look at Facebook... That's assumption. And, and no, no, I, give me a second. I I, no, no, you're right. And like, it's Because even when you think about it, like a president runs a country and the population and who's there. And most presidents can't even get their shit together. Now with Mark Zuckerberg, he brought a way to have people all entire the universe connect, right? There's so many benefits to Facebook that we look past that it's like, yeah, there's a lot of shit that happened, but at the same time, the connections we have with people, the businesses that have grown, the lives that have changed for the positive. And with Mark Zuckerberg, I'm not defending him because I don't know him, but I'm just saying he's a human. And it's like that stress and that pressure, I can't even imagine. I, like, I have a crazy imagination as far as like writing, creativity and all, even with my business planning and business world. But to imagine the stress that he might go through. And with my animation, I'm trying to work and researching on working with, let's say, African animators. And there's legislation and government entities that I have to communicate with and all these different things. So to imagine him now had to figure... So for me, I'm just like, yo, he might have no, had no idea. It's not an excuse because it's like when things were happening, you should always be present, always be aware, see what's going, what have you learned from. So for me, it's like, okay, let's keep in mind that He's not the savior and the person that I elect or people should elect to go and run this metaverse. But I think just because we've had this person with this one experience at creating something new that changed our entire world and he didn't have a blue book, like, a, like any kind of an outline or how to do it. And look at what he's done. With so great now with power the metaverse, comes great responsibility. 100%. So now with the metaverse, instead of us just shutting it off, instead it's like, okay, what lessons can we take from what we did here how can we make sure that we create a better plan to change? Because if you look at our world, even before the internet, it wasn't like things were getting better. Things were getting worse. Okay. So I, I, I get exactly what you're saying, but for the sake of the podcast, I feel like we should move on because we're, this is not a conversation about is Facebook a, a good company or a bad company. It's about a, the metaverse. The metaverse. Let's go. So I want to talk about the, I don't know how they're going to, name it, but I want to talk about the microtransactions and what microtransactions are. If you think of Fortnite and the way Fortnite makes money is through those microtransactions, you get to buy these skins or which are clothing and then tools or whatever. 
And those are the way that you can kind of, you know, come up on and flex on Fortnite. So I want to talk about buying, purchasing digital assets on the metaverse. Douglas, what is your take on digital asset when it comes to your own metaverse? Not not uh, creative selling their piece of art, but more so souping up your own room so you can have that escape that you were mentioning. Yeah, I think... Um I think it's a pretty cool idea. Like, let's say if I'm just thinking how I would like to have it set up, if I have an escape of a room and I have an NFT for a live performance of a particular artist that I like that I might have attended with a group of friends and I get to just play that whenever I feel like it, you know, having access to that, um, be it art that like maybe a celebrity that now is super famous. But when I first started following them, you know, I really liked their style. And now I have this exclusive image that's on my wall and stuff like that, that I invested in them. So that's kind of what I think. What about you? Yeah, not to be pessimistic, but I hate it. It's the reason why I hate it, because it's honestly a digital flex. It's another way to spend money that you don't really need. And it's fake. It's not real. You can't touch it. You can't feel it. You can't throw it away. You can't recycle it. Maybe in the metaverse you can. You can technically sell it, right? It's an NFT. Yeah, you can right? sell it and you can get more money. So it's an investment, yeah. But when you turn that off or when the server goes down or when everyone unplugs the cords, it's a fake thing. It's not It's not tangible. So that's what I'm scared of. And the reason why I'm scared of that is because microtransaction in 2020, I believe, 2020 or 2019, have sold nearly $30 billion of revenue. 30, excuse me, $40 billion worth of revenue. And that is a dangerous thing because if you're talking about just Call of Duty, Fortnite, Apex, all the other video games that are selling digital assets, uh, what's the uh, what's that one game? Uh, Assassin's Creed, right? These are all fake stuff that people are buying and spending billions and billions of dollars into it. Most of them are children. And they're not regulated. As much as we want to regulate children not playing video games like Call of Duty, we can't. Physically, we can't. We can tell them. We can write off disclaimers, but we can't. It's the same thing when it comes to the metaverse. When someone is getting mommy and daddy's credit card or even getting your own credit card and buying stuff and making these transactions that are not tangible, that could be investments. Again, NFTs, I get it. You can make a lot of money off of it. But... Those are the rich people that make are making the money off of it. Those are the that one guy that bought that yacht for $500,000 in the metaverse, right? Those are the people that's going to benefit from it the most. And when you're trying to flex your own stuff on the metaverse, it might not come out the way that you want it to because you're falsifying this this image of this great utopia when it's not. It's just another version, another lens of the earth. Yeah, and I, th I think that's valid. And at the same time, I think there is a there are few holes in that. So what you just described as well, though, is technically the American dream. So it's like people work hard hours on end. And this is not just in the past five years. If you look at it, the past 15, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 years, people work hard, essentially sacrificing their time, right, for money, money that we just talked about. That was this thing that the government just prints out. So in this real world, if I work hard and I grind and I grind and I buy that car that it's a physical thing that I can touch. I can crash that shit in any moment, right? And it's the same thing with a house. You can invest so much of your life, buy a house, and then your house burns down. Or the bank that you have that house with crash. Or the, the country's economy crashes, right? And that's another thing that if you look at history, if you look at countries in Africa, you have Zimbabwe, if you look at Europe, right? Europe in the past 10 years had a big currency change because of their their pound right their value so at the same time when you look at america now you know we don't have that same stability that that we're trying to aim at the universe for not multiverse for not having when in reality our world here doesn't have that and what's worse the money that we keep fighting for and grinding for and doing all of that it's worth shit because at the end of the day what are we like the same concept of what you're saying, that's the same thing for a lot of things we have right some people feel success when they have that super fancy car or if they just have their family and they're good with what they find peace with, right? And I think with the metaverse, that could be an opportunity for somebody to see like, oh, either A, these flashy, flashy things don't really mean anything. What really gives me calm and peace? What really could that be? And yeah, the internet could crash and the whole entire thing goes down. But if that does happen, so does our banking system, which is what our money is based off of, right? Because most of our currency, when you actually think about dollars, there's 
shit ton of like actual currency, right? US dollars, but the physical form, it's less than 20% that actually exists. So 80% of our money that's in millions, billions of dollars is already digital. And we already have a system that is integrated that. So it's like, okay, we can learn from that. How can we learn from that system that probably has loopholes, that probably has these things, right? And learn from that and create it in this metaverse that the technology we have in this metaverse, that in our banking systems, we couldn't regulate, verify all these scams. Corporates could shift taxes, do this, do that. But now with the metaverse, with the blockchain, we see the shit you're doing, right? And your success is based on your following. So now if we see that you're doing all this crappy shit, we just stop buying your stuff. Look what happened with GameStop, right? How the masses came together and saved a company. So now with the metaverse, we can verify that and stop that shit. But you're right, it could crash. And so could our real world. Okay. I, hmm. I'm, there, there was a lot that you said that I just wanted to, to take a step back. So one of the things you said was people are grinding in this world to make this fake currency, right? Money. Yeah. Because only gold and silver and diamonds, elements are real, are, have the real value. No, but we place value on them. Right, they don't really have because value, there's like a, there's but the a, rarity of there's it. A, yeah, exactly. Right. There's a limited amount of, of exactly. those materials, just like Bitcoin. But going back to what you were saying earlier about Bitcoin, there's there is there is that is true. There's a little there's a limited amount of Bitcoin that's out there. However, there's also a, a vast there's Dogecoin. There's so many coins that are out there that mm-hmm. could not replace Bitcoin, but could be a supplement to Bitcoin. So there's the mining continues. That's number. That's that. That's what I wanted to address. Number two is that the grinding factor that you were talking about. People are grinding to make this fake currency, which we call the dollar. And I agree, it's a stupid thing to do, but we that's the best thing. That's the best system we have right now. So when people are grinding to be successful, to do work, I'm going to be honest. There's some stupid people out there, and when there are stupid people out there, and they are trying to devote themselves into the metaverse, it's not going. It's going to be a, a a reflection of your own reality of the real world. When you turn off the metaverse, it's going to be the same thing because if there's endless amount of opportunities on there, there is no direction. Therefore, if you don't already have the work ethic in the real world, how can you translate that over to the metaverse? Nothing disappears. You don't become a hero overnight. Even in the metaverse, you still become your person, your avatar, whoever you want to be. Your personality is still there. You can't just say, Oh, I'm going to adjust my charm by 3,000, I'm going to be the best version of myself. No, you could be the best version of yourself in this world. And then you could talk about another universe. But right now, if you, even if you, Douglas, if you decided to go to another country and become a new person, your work ethic, your personality, all that stuff carries with you. Same thing with the metaverse. That still carries with you. So when you don't have that mental capacity to, to be ambitious and do whatever you want, you can't expect that to be a replacement by the metaverse. Oh, I work a nine to five on real life. Great. In the metaverse, I am a superhero and I'm doing all this cool stuff. What, where is the difference? How can that be a different? Unless we're talking about fictional reality, then you're talking about superheroes and then we're talking about another metaverse. And I understand this is a very dense conversation and we're trying to, you know, we're trying to narrow it down as much as possible and it's very hard, but it doesn't make, that part doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, I mean, I think it makes a lot of sense to me. I think when you look at people that are gamers, it's like, okay, I might work a nine to five and be a banker. I might be a nurse. I might be a teller or whatever it may be. But when I get online, me and my boys, shit, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a trooper, you know, Rangers, let's go. And now you're in this mode and this zone where you get to just express yourself, right? Now you get to be free and you're talking to your friends, you're bonding, you're socializing. And yeah, it's another part of you that you can express. And I think that brings up a great point is... A lot of people need a lot of self-work and that's something that the metaverse could help people acknowledge, right? Is people might have that expectation of, oh, if I go in there and I can become this superhero, it's like, yeah, yeah, you can, but you can't just snap your fingers and it happens, right? It's like, there's so many things you have to decide to do and you have to realize that you're the person that has to do these things to create this world and keep that world running and what it takes. And then now you can step out of that world and be like, oh, can I do the same thing in my reality, in my real world? Can I make decisions and change my life the same way I did in the metaverse? It doesn't have to be like fictional, like how I became a superhero, but in reality, yeah, I I tried and it's okay. You know what I mean? So I think for some people, it definitely could spark that like, shit, let me find myself outside of this too, because I liked how it was in the metaverse. I think mm -hmm. why don't people do that now with video games, with Overwatch, with 
some RPG games. Why don't they say, oh, I'm really successful with this. Let me just take this into my nine to five. Uh, so they do. And uh, so different people do, right? So like, for example, a lot, a lot of gamers, when you think about it, now they're making a shit ton of money as Twitch, okay, with Twitch with gaming, right? right? So when you think about with our parent, my mom, like my mom used to hate me gaming. Same. I don't know. But yeah. But it's like, then we didn't know about Twitch and we didn't know about live streaming, how much money you can make. And yeah, somebody can get lost in that and get X, Y. Yeah, you're right. But also think about the people that have paid their bills, taken care of their family, done all these things. And maybe they were scared in high school because they're like, man, I don't even fucking know. I don't care about history i don't care about this but now when it came to gaming they found something that they were good at mm -hmm. and now they actually took that to the next step and now they're an entrepreneur making their own business their own income so you know it could open up something like that but then to your other point there's also this psychiatrist his name is dr k he has a youtube channel and i recently i just saw a video where he was talking about gamers and the difficulties they have in finding their personalities and breaking out of there right so Yes, there is other it's downsides. A it's a grind. And what he was break what he was explaining was how with gamers, they're so good at winning, winning, winning that now when it comes to like the real world and they want to try something, the fear of failure is what stops them. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a lot of us, not just gamers. A lot of people, the fear of failure stops us. But now in this metaverse where there's no one judging you, you can fail, learn, fail, learn. Now you're like, oh, let me go in the real world and fail and learn and fail and learn. But and there grow. are people judging you in the metaverse. No, I mean it's a metaverse. It's a it's a. If you choose to open it up, or okay. if you don't, remember? so you could choose to close it. Is what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, you can just be by yourself in your metaverse if you want. And I can just have you come whenever you want. I can have certain. You can have just your close. You have you know your close knit friends come over. You don't just have strangers coming out being like, "Hey, I'm coming." Through. No, it's like you have control over that. Yeah, I think the conversation is what we define the metaverse. What. So if you define your metaverse is like your own personal utopia in a very, I don't know, in a room, in a house, and that no one else can penetrate that, and you can only invite people to, you know, do some creativity and share, not, you know, share whatever, but I, I completely understand that. Where I'm getting at is the people that want to communicate and connect with other people. There are some really bad influences out there that... You don't want to do that. So um, what we're talking about also is the success that you can have in the metaverse, right? Success with when it comes to pro gaming, success when it comes to Twitch, social media, et cetera. These are the 1% of people. And I love the fact that this is another, the metaverse offers another opportunity for you to have another avenue to create and share whatever you want to share on Twitch, on YouTube Live, whatever. And I, and I think that's very cool that people can, make an income on whatever they're doing as a hobby. But those are the one percenters of, of individuals. No, I'm not saying stop. No, I'm, I'm not saying it's impossible. But I'm, I'm also saying be realistic. And if you do have a nine to five or children or you have two jobs, how can you really figure it out that I'm going to be successful or grind my butt off to do this when – reality is hitting and bills are coming in and kids are yelling and dogs are not being walked and your house is you know on and lean and you can't afford electricity to run the metaverse anymore oh no that doesn't make sense to me either you have to take care of your real world before you escape from it it's like the whole saying if you're trying to we're trying to go to mars right we can't take care we can't go to mars yet guys because we have to take care of Earth. And I know Elon Musk came out with a quote that said, you know, we can definitely take care of it because if we figure out how to repurpose Mars, then we'll be able to repurpose Earth. I get that, but we haven't, that's a separate conversation. What I'm saying is that if we don't take care of what we have now, the animals that are living, the crops that are growing, climate change, how can I say that, okay, we have a new, we have a clean slate, we've learned from our lessons, and we can take this anew? I don't believe that. And that's and I think that's valid. And yeah, you did mention the one percenters, and I I think that's a guesstimate of a number. When we look at actual numbers, I mean, we have more millionaires, let's say, in this past last year than we have ever before. The just shit ton of millionaires, but eighty eight percent of those millionaires are entrepreneurs. So it's like you can't become a millionaire by grinding at a nine to five or being a doc you could maybe be a doctor but it's less chances being an entrepreneur meaning making money for yourself in different ways possible that's what's that's what's happening right now right so with such a higher number of a success rate more than our country and world's ever seen i think with the metaverse that opens up a realm for entrepreneurs in so many different 
avenues of businesses, right? Not just creatives, people selling NFTs or this. No, it's like, okay, how can we integrate businesses into this? So now we have more, not just millionaires, it could be people that are just making six figures, changing their worlds through the metaverse. To your point, now it's like, oh, I get to spend less time in the metaverse making money than I did in this real world making money. So now in this real world, how am I taking money from the metaverse and saving my real world? Because this is where my kids are going to live their kids are going to live, right? So I think that's something that we can definitely capitalize on because there is a shit ton of money that's there. When you look at the age groups of people spending money, not just teenagers like you were mentioning, old people are avid gamers, especially on phones, right? The same people that were reluctant when they wanted to get a flip phone or get an iPhone, now they're one of the top users when it comes to app, mobile app games billions of dollars like you were mentioning and this is people above 60 and there's this thing to, i think it's called like the silver unicorn that they are trying to figure out like who can establish a product for this age group because they have so much extra money to spend disposable income right and they're already spending so much money on apps so i think there is a lot of money and like you mentioned it's we have to save our earth and it's like how do we integrate the success of that metaverse into our world and grow from there i don't know and that's what I'm nervous about. I have no idea how we use the metaverse positively when I haven't seen pot. I'm not going to say that when there hasn't been enough positive change out there for us to take into effect there. There's so much science out. just like one example is climate change. And we know that's coming, whether you believe it or not. Sorry, if you don't believe in it. You're on the wrong side. You're on the wrong podcast. This is this is a no guard up podcast. I, I mean, you can still listen. Don't get me wrong. You can but. still listen, but the one thing that you can't listen to probably is me talking about climate change. It's a real thing, and the fact that we have so much science backing it up. Mount Everest just lost two thousand years worth of ice because it just melted away recently. So, because climate change is such a huge thing, and we're the whole scientific community is saying that this is happening and we still aren't listening and same thing with covid that this is still a thing and people aren't listening there are so much opportunity for us to be a good society and we just don't have that yet and i'm i'm nervous that because we don't have a clear understanding about anything and like i said earlier 16 30% of people understand the metaverse now because people don't understand it People are going to take advantage of it. Therefore, people will take advantage of other people. These millionaires that you were talking about, those entrepreneurs, it's great that we have so many rich people that are coming out of this world in the recent decade. But what I'm nervous about is, and it also provides different avenues for other people to make become more millionaires. But again, what I'm nervous about is that those millionaires, those smart people, those Googles, those Facebook or Meta, the Amazon, they are going to take advantage of, of us of the people that don't have that control because they know that we're not as smart as them and they know we can be, be manipulated. So they're going to be able to put money into their pockets. And that's not a good thing that I want to see going forward. If, like I said, if they're my whole thing, I think if I can summarize my hesitation mm. on the metaverse mm -hmm. is the lack of regulation. There's no regulation when it comes to the internet now. There's going to be no regulation as of yet. Like, what do you mean by regulation? How can I, how can I ban someone from the metaverse? So why are you banning them? Because they did something very bad. So no, so I, I want to answer that. And yeah. so when because you keep mentioning regulation. So for example, let's say with NFTs, with everything being on the blockchain, and there is like when you talk about regulation, things can be tracked and seen. Whereas with our internet, there's no way. So now if you find somebody that's doing X Y Z, that's fucking terrible, and we need to get them out of the metaverse, you follow the blockchain. It's like follow the yellow brick road, you know, whereas with our world right now, the Internet, you're just like, yo, I don't even know where to start. Right. But with the metaverse, you're literally following the blockchain. And that's the beauty of it. And I think that's why it's also like there's this understanding that we are in the early stages. So even with the early stages, we have a blockchain to follow people and follow companies and follow things. So as we are progressing and growing, we need to make sure, one, we don't lose that the same way we lost that in our real world. Right. And you're right. Not that people are not smart. I think it's that we have enough things on our plates. Like, like I just mentioned earlier, we're trading time for money. So if people are spending 
40 to 50 hours worrying about their job, their income, shit at work, stress at work, stress with family, stress. So it's like when they leave that, they don't want to go and now figure out climate change and all these Instead, they want to block out certain things and just be happy when they go on Instagram, be happy when they go and become naive to certain things, you know? Whereas with the metaverse, I think another part that's great about it is it connects people. The same thing Facebook did in a tremendous way is now think about with the metaverse i'm we're here in virginia so we don't know what's happening let's say in brazil in the rainforest but right now if we connect in the metaverse and we have somebody live and they're like look at what's happening and now we're looking at that shit and we're like fuck that is real mm -hmm. right because now the metaverse put us in that place and that's something that we have seen as a society is when we see things we change right it's like it's like this it's like a wake-up call and i think we all live in our own worlds already you live in your own world i live in my own world my mom does my sister. so it's like now with the metaverse we can really connect people in that sense of like look at what we need to change climate like climate change is real look at what's going on over here it's not just a post it's not just this now now you can actually immerse yourself in it and then all we need is what a few people that get sparked and they're like i need to change something and then who knows what idea they come up with that then catapults down you know and i think that's the beauty of it it allows us to connect but we have that now with social media i can see what's going on in brazil like you were mentioning i can see what's going on in china maybe not north korea but i can see what's going on in every parts of the world and there's evidence that's going on because we're that you know police brutality and all that stuff so we are getting better not rapidly everything is being more you know uh, everything's being recorded now but how is that going to be different so and I think when you mentioned things like, you know, things have gotten significantly better as a world, if you look at it even in the past 10 years or 20 years or 30 years. I think as a people, we've become aware of what we deserve, our rights, the things that we've been through, things that people in the past have been through. And then we expect to snap our fingers and just jump right into there. But in reality, it's like, okay, let's, like, even when it comes to, like, let's say being black in America, right? It's a different experience right now for me today than it was 10 years ago in a positive, better way. In another 10 years, in another 10 years. It's not where I would want us to be, where I know we deserve to be but it's still better. And to get to where we need to be, it's the exact same thing we were talking about before. We need people to come together so we can all vote small and locally first and then build up. But in reality, people are just like, I'll just wait until the vote. Oh, they even vote. Like, no, even that we don't do it. You know what I mean? So I hear where you're coming from. And that's why I was like, it's not really an issue with the metaverse. It's with people. But it's also that idea of like hope and where's their joy. And that's why I was like with the metaverse, giving people that space of like, if I'm happy here, why can I be happy when I take this off? I also decide, just the same way I decided to be happy in this metaverse and put these things together, I can do that in my own world. And yes, it takes work. But if you're going to live in this world, then you better do it. And if you love yourself, do it because you deserve it, because you live in this real world. Don't make your metaverse better than your real world. That will be my you know, closing point of it. I get what you're saying, for sure. Again, I don't think I, I for sure I don't agree with all of it. But what we're going back to what the first question is, the regulation and the blockchain. And I totally can see that. But who let's let's say that you said something really crude to me and you say things are crude to everybody. And there's a blockchain for that. At the end of the blockchain or people are the judge and jury of the blockchain. Who are the judge and jury who are going to dictate whether you are able to continue on the metaverse or not? You see, And I think that's do you said I said something crude. That's something and I'll say different because now we're talking about rights, you know, freedom of speech, right? When we're talking no, about no, 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 like no. I think I, I don't think you understood correctly. So what I'm saying is that as an example, mm -hmm. we're in the metaverse together, and you said something crude to me, that, or you did something that violated the rules. Okay. And we see the blockchain. Who is going to be the one that looks at all the blockchain of you having a history of this crudeness or whatever, and being able to say, Douglas, you are banned now. Who is those people? And that's something, I mean, I don't necessarily know, but let's just say rough idea. We could just the same way we have the United Nations where it's a group of just multiple nations coming together. They can be a certain percentage that people pay towards, let's say, taxes towards the metaverse. And that funds this organization that is multicultural, multiracial, all these different aspects. And this is a team of people, not just one company running and selecting it. Mm -hmm. This is a team of people now that run the company that monitors that and that's literally how it's funded through the metaverse right yeah. and we as people can check and balance them because everything is on the blockchain maybe even we as people can vote them in there but now there's 
this way that our votes count and we have a range of people representing us, not just a company and who they say is elected on their team, you know? Mm -hmm. So we do, so there's a problem with that because when you say paying taxes, you saying like this United Nations of the metaverse. We have the United Nations now in the world, and it's still there's not not I don't know enough of it, but there's still corruption, regardless of, of all the other countries in the world that's going on. There's bombing. That's you know you, we just send troops to to Ukraine, right? So when it comes to all that stuff, we have paper trail that is still very difficult to to monitor. And I understand blockchain is a little different because it's 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 printed paper and you can't manipulate it anymore i totally get that but there is a reason why powerful people become where they are is because they can find a way to manipulate that so i think the problem i think one of the problems is that we have to have a clear understanding of the metaverse and it's since it's so big it gives us opportunities to run with it too much where we cannot be we cannot hold each other accountable and the blockchain is a great way to hold people accountable eventually but it's not there yet either and again we're trying to make another universe a, a mirror or a reflection or a better version of this earth yet we don't even know how to take care of this earth as of yet as a society as other people as human beings we don't know how to take care of each other we don't even know how to take care of animals so how can i trust other people uh, and I'm not a, I'm not a huge pessimist. This is why we have a debate. One person's right. One person's on the one side and one person's on the other side. So it, 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 there's a lot of hesitation for me. And yeah, because it's a new stage, I think that's why. Because it's on the very, very early stages and I just don't. Not that I don't understand it, but more so I don't trust it. And I'm one of those people that don't trust technology right away until a lot of people have gotten into it and then we'll be able to jump in. Maybe that's also another personality thing. No, and I think it's fair. It's fair. Are there any aspects that you think you're excited for, even though you don't like, you know, don't like it? Or yeah. Or like, is there anything that you're like, okay, besides those fears, if they get yeah. things right, these are things that I'm looking forward to. For sure. And I, I'd love to ask you the same question. Are there any hesitations on your part? Because nah, you can't switch up the question on me. No, 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 not eventually, eh, eh, after, after I answer, after I answer. But no, no, that's what I meant. Like, Yeah, it's just so we could both see both sides. But what I'm looking forward to the most is, honestly, people like Kendrick Lamar, people like, um, people like Eminem, people like Drake, right? Musicians, artists, etc. are able to actually own their creativity a hundred percent of it and they be able to produce it by themselves a hundred percent of it rather than having record labels that own a piece of part of them they are their own person they are their own company now they can be able to produce massively through all these different avenues because this is their stuff now so i think that is the coolest part of it and also being able to be a superhero and fly that's pretty sick too there you go no there you go what, what would your superpower be well my i'd be goku this um, okay. I'm actually vegeta you know what would you be trunks nah i'd be vegeta you'd be vegeta i'd be trunks daddy <laughs> <laughs> so what are you looking forward to in the metaverse and what are some of your hesitation right now I'm, I'm looking forward to how the metaverse could possibly integrate with our universe because um, I feel like that would be just a nice way of just enhancing the internet and just creativity and that aspect. Uh, what I'm nervous about with the metaverse is definitely the idea of like, like you say, people losing their sense of themselves in a character or in a world and just not knowing reality from what. I think that's one big aspect of it is just like, yeah, somebody just getting lost in that because at the end of the day, yeah, it's not a real world. You know, you have to take that off and realize that this is our world and this is where you're at and what are you doing, what you're working on, you know? There's a, I mean, it, there was a few times when you were like, but in reality, you said that a couple of times and I was like, it's not reality, Douglas. <laughs> I wanted to scream at you. I was like, it's not real. That's the problem now. But we're still friends. <laughs> we just and I, 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 I still okay. I and not that I'm st like stuck on like no no it is I, I do feel like it's still reality as long as you're conscious of where you are and what you're doing it's your reality you know and it's like because even when you think about our world like when you really look at our world a lot of things are just crazy and it's like man our reality is insane like if you really break down how plants grow water air all these things it's just like man this shit is almost like science fiction 
So it's just like, what is real? What's real to me? Is love real? I can't hold love, but I feel it. So now it's like, oh, so if I get joy from being in the metaverse and this can give me some sense of energy that I'm like, man, I, I do enjoy. Oh, what do I enjoy? And then now you can take that out into our world and like how you're moving. It's like, hell yeah. Because, you know, like, you get what I mean? Like, you can't hold love, but you know it's there and you know it's real. Yeah. The only issue about it is that it's supposed to be a means of entertainment. And now it seems to me, and these could be our closing arguments and I'll let mm-hmm. you go, of course. But my closing argument... Let me go where? Oh, you mean like go with my turn? Yeah. Oh, okay. So my closing argument is that it's supposed to be an entertainment, uh, a brief escape from reality, sports, movies, music, etc. It's not supposed to mask your reality. And it's not supposed to take over your reality. And the more time people invest into it, that's when it becomes an issue because they are not taking care of their priorities in their own reality. Yes, it could be an alternate reality, but at the end of the day, it's not real. It's, we can't live in the matrix. We can't live in Ready Player One and all the other movies that talk about these digital worlds. We can't do that. You have to take care of the earth that you have now in order for you to be able to have a successful and also mentally healthy relationship with this temporarily escape and before you do that, make sure that everything is kosher outside and inside your 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 own world before you enter another. Definitely. And I, I don't like the idea of having a universe that it's just the metaverse and you get like you go in and that's it. I like the idea of having that metaverse, you know, integrated with our real world, you know. So it's like if I'm somebody that's a Nike fan, so I have this Nike NFT. So when I go to the Nike store, I get exclusive deals, access, or I have a Disney NFT that's linked to a particular character. So when I go to Disney World, me and my friends have secret access to this new world in this room, you know, or even with the NFT, it's like, oh, when I get there, I put on the headset. Now we have access to this. So it's, I like the idea of integrating that. I like the idea of, making people more wealthy just based off of their creativity. So giving people back their time because that's really what it is. Like we find ourselves in other worlds, whatever your job might be, you might hate your job, but you're working there all the time. It's just a different world to come back home. Whereas now it's like, okay, I can have this metaverse. I can create an income. And now I have free time in this real world to explore and learn more and see how I can help the environment and save it. You know, because at the end of the day, that's what we want to do is save the earth. Climate change is real. Climate change is real. Well, with that, you know, Douglas, I had a great time. I had an awesome time. I know we went over by a thousand hours. An hour, 30 minutes. Maybe we'll have two editions. We'll have a 25 minute edition and an hour, 33 minute edition. And who knows (laughs) when this podcast takes off, this could be in the metaverse too. And you guys can join us live. That's true. I mean, like I said, I'm not, it's inevitable, but uh, is there anything else that you'd like to say? One of the things that I feel like we both agreed on was like, you know, the decisions that we're able to do that people are able to do, you know, like be it in the metaverse or here, we are in control of a lot. Be it our happiness, our sadness, our anger, our depression. And I think while we're here in this reality, focus on what you can do to decide to have a good day, a good vibe, a good morning, whatever it may be. Right. Because we decide with that. We, we love to to continue the conversation on social. So if you guys have any questions or even check us, I, I, I'm not fact check. Yeah. Fact check us, please. I'm not big enough to, I'm not, my head's not big enough to, to say, no, you're wrong. My ego, I, don't, I don't have that much big of an ego is what I'm trying to say. Sorry. Anyways, yes, please, again, follow us on social. Where can they find us? You can find us on Instagram, no guard up. That's N-G-O guard up. Yes. And please subscribe to us. If you leave a five-star review, we'll certainly read it on air. Um, but this has been an amazing podcast, I feel like, because we've got a lot out. And I feel looser. I feel lighter. Definitely. No, 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 definitely. And I'm hungry too. And hungry. <laughs> hungry. My name is Hiet Tran. This is Takuta Douglas Taranika. This is the No Guard Up podcast. Good morning, afternoon, evening. Peace.